Welcome into this weekend's edition of Price That Parlay. I'm your host, Junie Riddle, here with my partner in crime, Casey Warner, down in Tampa, Florida. Casey, we had an excellent, excellent result base uh, from week 18. Uh, and this week 18 was really none like any other. I mean, I felt like every single team was playing for something. Uh, there were very uh, minimal sit-outs for this week. You know, I really like how the NFL, you know, added a game. I wasn't a proponent of that at first. Neither was but I. I. Feel, but, I feel like, but I feel like with the extra game and with the extra playoff position and them always scheduling divisional games in the final week of the season, it has kind of let us down to this. So it was tough pickings for 16 games, but we did pretty well. It was. I mean, call it beginner's luck, maybe. But, I mean, hey, I, I got to say, I think some people should start listening to us, man. I mean, we, we might have this uh, this parlay thing down. I mean, what? So the records were, what, I went 11 and, 11 and 3 or 11 and 5, so, was it? Or so, what was so it? So together, so we'll go, we'll go through the results here. Yeah, yeah. But together, our total base was 11, 4, and one 11 four and one so we so the one push was my pick and we'll get it we'll get into all that uh but both of us uh were basically you went six and two on your eight picks and i went five three and one on my pick so not not bad uh, not bad total. at all so if, if, so if you listen so if you listen to our last week podcast and you made some bets going into the, uh, the weekend games you likely won some money because you'll see uh, in our parlay breakdown from last week, which we'll get into as well, uh, you might have won some money from that as well. So let's get into last week's draft. So we had 16 games. Casey, with the coin flip, got the number one overall pick, and he chose the New York football giants, who were plus 15 and a half, going against Philadelphia in Philadelphia. And the New York football giants, who had locked down the sixth seed going into that game, Philadelphia getting Jalen Hurts back, still playing for the uh, number one seed, did cover. They covered, and they covered pretty well, too. Uh, I'm actually was, shocked by that. I didn't think they did cover, man. That, that's funny. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it was only like a, like a six-point game or something like that. I mean, they, they came it back. It ended up being uh, close, really, yeah. It, it was net. I don't think they ever in the entire game were over uh, 16 points in that matchup. So good pick by Casey, number one overall. With my number two pick, it was a push. I got the Chargers plus three. Playing the Denver Broncos, uh, they did not. They started sitting some of their starters. Uh, and, and honestly, I think the, the firing of, of Nathaniel Hackett uh, just flat out has been better. And I think Russell Wilson's kind of playing more of Russell Wilson ball uh, the way he wants to and intends to, the way he kind of played in Seattle. Uh, so the, the Broncos kind of finishing off the, the year pretty well, winning 31 to 28. I had the next pick. I got Rams plus six because I was so confident with them going into Seattle. I know how those Rams play uh, against the Seahawks plus six. They went overtime, lost by a field goal, which kept uh, the Detroit Lions out, which leads me to the number four overall pick, Casey. Uh, he picked the Lions plus four and a half. I mean, you might as well have went money line with that because they just flat Man. out beat the Packers came back in the fourth quarter. You want, you want to chat a little bit about that one, Casey? Because I know uh, you were super hype about that pick. I mean, first of all, you got to go back to the Seattle 
LA game. And I just, the officiating this year has been questionable as it is. And there's been a lot of comments about it, but it's almost as if the officials in that game did not want to see the Detroit Lions in the playoffs. Cause that's what had to happen. The Rams had to beat the Seahawks for them to get in. And Detroit takes care of business ultimately on Sunday night. Jared Goff looked good again. Uh, defense came up with some big plays against Aaron Rodgers late and just couldn't pull it out. So, I mean, hey, I got to say, if the Lions were in the playoffs this weekend, I think they could beat about half the NFC field. I think they're one of the best NFC teams as of right now. And it's a real shame they couldn't make it in the playoffs because I firmly believe they would have given San Fran a much better game than Seattle's going to give this week. So, love what I saw from the Lions this year, though. That's fair. No, that's that's dude. That's definitely fair. Um, I, I liked what what I saw from the Lions. They started one and six, and they really pushed uh, the second wow. half of the year uh, and, and finished out nine and eight. Felt like they should have got in. If your Rams could have pulled it out in overtime, they would have been playing San Fran, and we all would have been a little bit more happier with uh, some of these playoff matchups. But with the number five pick. You went with the Houston Texans over the Indianapolis Colts plus two and a half. Uh, they were down by seven late, uh, and they got in a, a, really a miraculous touchdown the and a two-point gods, conversion. The football the two- gods were on our side. <laughs> I mean, that game was crazy. We should not have gotten that one, uh, but we did. Uh, and, and the Texans ended up winning that game and basically gave the Bears – the number one overall pick, Levy Smith, getting fired likely because of that move. Uh, maybe not. Maybe he was going to get fired inevitably. inevitably uh, but the Texans got the win. So then it went back to me. I had the Bills minus seven and a half. I thought there was no way the New England Patriots uh, were going to touch this team uh, after the DeMar Hamlin news and, and hearing that he was going to get better. So that was an easy W for me. Uh, the first loss that we had was my seventh overall pick was the Dallas Cowboys who they were still playing for the number one overall seed, uh, went out to Washington. They were seven-point favorites on the road, and they got absolutely smacked. They got smacked. They were never in the game. Dak Prescott looked horrible, Pick six in, the, in that matchup, uh, and they lost by 20 uh, to the Washington Commanders. Awful pick by me. Uh, went back to you. Uh, you got the Vikings minus six against the Bears. Honestly, I'm surprised that that made it all the way to the eighth pick because Justin Fields wasn't playing in that game. The Bears really likely wanted to get that number one pick more than the Houston Texans, uh, and the Vikings just kind of ran away with that one uh, and won easily. You had the ninth pick, and you picked the Dolphins minus three, which that was a really interesting game as well. No one could score. It was a battle of the field goals. Uh, and it came down to Miami kicking a field goal uh, with less than a minute to go, making it a nine to six game. Now, if that would have stood, Casey, it would have been a push. Right. I think we would have been 10, four and two in our total mm. matchup. But because of the final play of the game <laughs> and a bunch of laterals. What is it New with these, NF- Jets, or these, these AFC East teams and their laterals? I mean, like what? Yeah, no, the, the AFC East should just be banned. The Patriots, their final play of the game led to the Raiders' touchdown. Wow. Yeah, just just not good. It ended up being a safety, and the final score was 11-6. to six. Uh, Then it moved to me. I picked a, a team that I'm very well familiar with, the Tennessee Titans, uh, plus six and a half. They gave the Jacksonville Jaguars all they could, really you know, held the lead majority of the game. Uh, and then uh, a costly strip sack fumble by a guy that you're familiar with from the University of Kentucky, Josh Allen. Uh, that strip, Josh Allen. 
the, yeah, the, the best defensive Josh Allen <laughs> in the league. Got a strip sack, uh, took it for a touchdown. My following pick was the Chiefs minus eight over the Raiders. The Raiders are done. Jared Stidham, get out of here. You're not beating the Chiefs, especially with the number one seed over on the line. Then we get to our final pack of picks here. Uh, and this is where things get interesting because these were some of the harder games to pick. And, and there's uh, quite a few L's uh, on the back end of our picks here. Casey, with the number 12 pick, and I want your response on this because, you know, this hits home to me. Mm-hmm. You picked the Browns plus two and a half going into Pittsburgh when the Browns had nothing to play for and the Steelers were trying to fight to get that last playoff spot in the AFC. Why in the world would you have taken the Cleveland Browns of all teams to go into Pittsburgh and beat my my Steelers? I, I, you know, I just want to hear your comments on that. You know, Junie, I, I really thought that the Browns would have been a little more motivated. I, I really thought Deshaun Watson was going was gonna to build off of uh, a three-touchdown game. Uh, you know, Amari Cooper looked good a couple weeks ago. Uh, obviously, I underestimated the Steelers' defense, underestimated Kenny Pickett. I was texting you during the game. Kenny Pickett looked great. Uh, ultimately, the Browns just did not have an answer for the Steelers, especially offensively. That Steelers defense looked great. T.J. Watt looked great. Cam Hayward looked great. Uh, officiating was very questionable in that game as well. So uh, with that being said, I mean, the Browns got a lot of questions going into next season. And I think the Steelers, as long as uh, Kenny Pickett keeps that upward trajectory, definitely proved me wrong in week 18 and might prove a lot of people wrong next season. Yeah, no, uh, I would say the officiating on both ends were awful. I mean, they missed calls for the Browns. They missed calls for the Steelers. They missed a whole touchdown for the Steelers um, that ended up being a fumble on the goal line, and they missed out when they could have correctly called a score, but they did not. Uh, But regardless, the Steelers got the win, uh, and that was Casey's first loss uh, that he chose, and all the way at pick number 12. So, Casey, good job. Uh, Casey's second pick uh, in this snake draft, pick number 13, was the 49ers minus 14. Uh, he had said it earlier, the Cardinals uh, had nothing to play for. Uh, and, and I had mentioned that J.J. Watt's retirement uh, didn't really matter because the 49ers wiped the floor with the Cardinals. Uh, and you should know this because they are some uh, NFC West foes, and you are very familiar with that division. Now going. Into our final three picks from last week, uh, with the 14th pick, I picked the Bengals minus nine. Uh, they were starting their third string quarterback. I don't even remember this kid's name. I don't even know. I don't even know who he is. Uh, Bengals, so Bengals quarterback. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, not the Bengals. Oh, the, Ra- the, yeah. the Ravens quarterback is some Anthony kid named- Brown. Anthony Brown, yes. I think was Anthony. His name. Yeah. Anthony Brown. Never, never heard of him. Never heard of him in college. Nor have I. So I, I can't tell you much about Anthony Brown. Uh, so that was that was an easy one. Uh, Bengals minus nine. Uh, and then I picked the Buccaneers uh, plus four. Uh, Tom Brady ended up, I believe, sitting out the second half in that game. Yeah. Uh, and, and then the Falcons started to pull away after the Buccaneers had the lead. So thank you, Tom Brady, for screwing me over. Uh, on that pick, if I would have known he was sitting out in the second half, I probably would have taken the Falcons in that. So that was another loss for me. And then the cap it all off, probably the hardest game to pick all weekend. Uh, Casey with the 16th overall pick and the final pick of the, of our draft, he chose the Saints minus three and a half in the Panthers, who really kind of started getting things together after they fired Matt Rule. Uh, ended up uh, pulling that one out in the end. So overall, again, 11-4-1, not bad 
at all. If you put a little bit money on each one of our picks, you would have walked away a very happy person. But that is not the key to this game, Casey. What is the key to this it's game? not. The key to this game is pricing the parlays in the right dollar category based on how confident you are with your picks. So, for example, if I get a set of three, it'll be three this week because we're doing three each, right, because there's six games. Yes, we are. Correct. Yeah. So, so for example, this week, if I get three games and I'm not too thrilled about them, I'm going to put them in the $5 category. But if I get three games that I know are going to come within that spread that are going to hit, I'm going 20. I'm going all day. So based on what you pick and how confident you are in those picks that are drawn out of a hat. So they're random. You price that parlay with confidence. And I think we did a really good job and we're going to go into our parlays. Since Casey got the number one overall pick last week, that means I got the first parlay. And in the first parlay, Casey, I drew four of your picks. And this kind of goes to show you, because when I explain this game to other people, they're like, well, why would you make it like random? Why would you choose other people's picks? And this is exactly why. Because the four picks that I picked from you, I ended up winning the parlay. So... I was confident about three of these games. I just didn't think that Skylar Thompson and the Dolphins would get it. So the four teams I had were the Dolphins minus three, Texans plus two and a half, Lions plus four and a half, and Vikings minus six. I was very confident about three of these games, except for the Dolphins, and the Dolphins ended up winning and covering because of a crazy lateral play, which if I, if I actually had put money on this, which I, I wanted to and I forgot, uh, I wish I did because I will tell you to pay out here in a minute. Um, yeah, no, it, it would have been it would have been crazy to watch the Dolphins game and to see the safety uh, win me this amount of money. Uh, so I chose to elect the ten dollar bet. You know, we could have chose the five, the ten, the fifteen, or the twenty, um, and I chose the ten just because I wasn't confident with that game. And my payout would have been one hundred and thirty dollars and forty five cents. So. If you would have listened to this show and made that pick, you would have won some money, especially if you agreed with Casey. Now, Casey, let's get to your first parlay. And I think you made a smart play on this one because you bet $5 on this parlay. And this parlay was absolutely a disaster. The, the picks that you got were Saints minus three and a half, Browns plus two and a half, Cowboys minus seven, and Buccaneers plus four. You would have been one frustrated person if you would have actually put a lot of money on that because none of those games would have, none of those games hit. Yeah, that was a mess right there. I mean, the fact that you stated all those teams that are middling around 500 just scares me hearing that. I mean, you can't, you can't bet any confidence on any teams that number one, aren't playing for anything like teams like the Browns, uh, the Bucks last week against the Falcons, not playing for anything. So teams that aren't playing for anything, Never bet with confidence. That's what I went into thinking with that pick right there. So, yeah, $5, no, no confidence at all. Now, for my next parlay, this one this one was also a nail-biter. Um, I, the, four, the four games that I had got were Rams plus six, which were – and I think these were all of mine. So, the first one I had was all of yours. Uh, your parlay was two of mine, two of yours. And then, the, then my second parlay uh, was, was all of my picks. So this was all on me. Uh, so I got Rams plus six, Chiefs minus eight and a half, Titans plus six and a half, 
And the one that got me, the push. Chargers mm. plus three playing up against the Denver Broncos out there in Denver. It was such a close game. Uh, I was actually watching that one a little bit um, on NFL Red Zone, and it, it didn't happen. And I, I, I was very confident about this one. I knew the Chiefs were going to blow them out. I knew the Titans would keep it close. I knew the Rams uh, would keep it close with the Seahawks, just historically rivals, uh, but the Chargers didn't get it done. And I put $20, and that payout would have been $278.74. And because the Chargers did not cover, uh, I did not win that money. So let me ask you this, though, Junior. I've been hearing a lot of people criticizing uh, Brandon Staley that he could be on the hot seat after this week. Do you think uh, Brandon Staley should have kept his guys in there last week, even though they were locked in to that five seat? What do you think about that? You know, um, I, I listen. I, I have seen I've seen teams sit players and then come out flat, and I've seen guys, you know, play players and get injuries. It, it's it's a give and take in this league. As a head coach, you have to have a feel for your team, and I know Staley has made some questionable decisions in the past. He made the wrong one here, uh, and especially with how banged up the Chargers have been uh, all year long, and they've finally been getting back on the right track. He made the wrong choice, uh, and it has cost them Mike Williams going into this game. Uh, we will get into uh, our predictions on that a little bit later, but for your final parlay, uh, I would have to say this is pretty good, Mr. Worm. Uh, you got, again, you know, 50-50 split between the two of us. Um you got my pick of Bengals minus nine, your number one overall pick of Giants plus 15 and a half, uh, 40, your, your, uh, let's see, where was this pick? Number thir 13 overall pick, 49ers minus 14, and then my pick of the Bills minus seven and a half. And, and the only remaining amount that you could bet uh, on this was the $15 amount. You said in the podcast that if it was still available, you would have picked the $20 amount. Uh, and But even though you didn't get the $20 amount, it still hit with the $15, uh, and you won $199.25. So because we both hit one parlay, and my payout was $130.45, and your payout was $199.25, Casey, you won week one of price at parlay. It was very close. It was, it was very, very close. close. You got the win. Like I said to start, I don't know if it's beginner's luck or what, but literally first time after we shortly after we got off here and, you know, Saturday games were beginning, I, I took the risk to actually go bet my own first parlay, my first parlay ever. Never had never done it before. I uh, did that and actually ended up winning on that one too. Granted, the charges were a push, but still ended up winning on that. So, Maybe some beginner's luck, or maybe we're just that smart and you should listen to us, which I, I'm going to go with the latter. I think you should listen to us because we're pretty smart fellas. So I think we're on a we're on a roll here and we're getting it right. Listen, we, we know this league. We grew up watching this league. Uh, we've done these things before. We have picked games for years. We study this game. We study these players, uh, and it seems to have paid off. So congratulations, Casey, on winning week one. Uh, we are going to keep track uh, of all the winnings uh, and whoever finishes with the most amount of money by the end of the Super Bowl uh, will be this season's entire winner. 
So you got week one on me, Casey, but I'm All I'm, right. I'm coming for you this I'm coming for you this week. So so next week we've already talked about and, and we didn't we didn't plan to do this uh, in this episode. We're gonna do a lot of prop bets, uh, a lot of over unders uh, in games since there's only gonna be four total games. But for this week. It's going to be an even keel matchup. We're going to break down all six wild card, super wild card weekend. Super. He's, we're going to get. We're going to do a draft uh, of three of three picks each. Snake draft. We're going to flip the coin here to see who goes first, and we're both going to put twenty five dollars on our picks, no matter what. Winner takes all. If one of us gets it, if both of us gets it, if neither of us gets it, whoever gets the most money uh, will be the winner of this week's podcast so coming up next get our draft get our parlays get everything for super wild card weekend you're listening to price that parlay judy riddle casey warner we'll be right back Welcome back into Price That Parlay. Last segment, we broke it down of what we did for Week 18. All 16 games, we picked Casey Warner, and we went 11-4-1. And Casey, with his $15 parlay, beat my $10 parlay, and he ended up winning Week 1. But there is more to come. There is more to come because we got the draft this week uh, of all six games. Uh, We got Bills going and playing the Miami Dolphins in Buffalo. The Bills are 13-and-a-half-point favorites. The Ravens are heading back to Cincinnati again, round two, and the Bengals are nine-point favorites in that matchup. Then on Saturday night, I think the best game of the weekend, we have the Chargers traveling from L.A. to go to Jacksonville, Florida, and they are road favorites, two-and-a-half points And then we got the Seahawks, the first game of the weekend, traveling to San Francisco to take on the 49ers, and they are nine-and-a-half-point dogs. We got the New York football Giants heading to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. They are three-point dogs. And then the Buccaneers are home dogs this week, hosting the Dallas Cowboys, and they are two-and-a-half-point dogs. So, Casey. You are the guest on the show, kind of, kind of not really. It's, it's both our show, <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, since 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 I came up with the game, I'm I always let you pick the coin flip. So I, sure, I got the it. coin here with me. Heads or tails, my friend. Just like last week, tails never fails. Let's see it. Tails never fails. The coin is up, and it's heads. And All guess right. what? I'm taking the first pick of the draft, meaning you will get the first parlay choice with all the picks and i think this one is so easy man i'm going bills minus 13 and a half you know the dolphins are starting uh you know skylar thompson all right the dolphins and patriots uh, were ahead of the steelers trying to get into the playoffs and i think both of those teams are absolute they absolutely suck but I, the Dolphins are literally limping into the playoffs. They were on a five-game losing streak, and so they went and got a win at home against Joe Flacco and the Jets. The Bills are probably going to have some kind of video from DeMar Hamlin, if not him walking out of the tunnel. 
listen, the Dolphins don't have a chance. They might as well not even show up. Give me the Bills minus 13. Casey, your thoughts. Uh, I mean, I absolutely agree. There, there's no way. I would say the only way Miami pulls this off is if they keep it low scoring. And for that to happen, the defense has got to play out of its mind. Uh, Buffalo has to make plenty of mistakes on offense for that to happen. Josh Allen's got to throw interceptions. Uh, the entire offense has to be out of whack for Buffalo if Miami has any kind of chance. Skylar Thompson's got to play the game of his life, seventh-round rookie. Uh, Skylar Thompson at that, and there's I just don't see it happening. I mean, there's a slight chance maybe Miami could come within 13 and a half if it's a defensive game, like I said. But overall, I just think Buffalo is going to put up a ton of points early and often, and they might even have their starters out by the third quarter is what I'm thinking. Easy enough. Easy enough. All right. So now, Casey, since I got the number one overall pick in the draft, you get the next two picks. All right. So with my first pick, I'm going to go with Cincinnati minus nine against Baltimore. Uh, They are also starting what we think is going to be a rookie quarterback. Actually, John Harbaugh has not decided. They're keeping that uh, they're keeping that under wraps. So we do not know if Tyler Huntley, Tyler Snoop Huntley or Anthony Brown is starting in that game. Uh, even though John Harbaugh has won an NFL record eight road playoff games and Baltimore is six and O on the road in wildcard games. I don't think there's any chance that Baltimore covers in this one. I think uh, Joe cool, Joe Burrow is going to lead the Bengals on a playoff run similar to last season. I don't see any way Cincinnati loses in the wild card and the super wild card weekend this week. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals have looked very good in the second half of the season. They have won many games in a row. And I, I just don't see Baltimore giving Cincinnati any kind of trouble in this game. If anything at all, it might be kind of a low scoring game if Baltimore's defense looks good, just like week 18. But overall, I just think Cincinnati takes care of business just as Buffalo will against Miami. And uh, I expect fully Cincinnati to cover that minus nine. Uh, next pick. Hmm. Next pick, I'm going to go – I guess we're starting off with these high spreads. That's what I'm going to do. So, I'm going to say Seattle at San Francisco, San Francisco minus nine and a half. I fully expect San Francisco, even though Brock Purdy is looking to be the first rookie quarterback to win a playoff game since Seattle's own Russell Wilson in 2012. I fully expect Brock Purdy and the 49ers to keep their win streak going. They will take care of business. They will cover that nine and a half point spread. I fully expect this to be a 10-plus point game. Uh, I would say if I had to pick a score, 28-14 in that range. I think it will be a little close to start out, but I think ultimately just San Francisco is too talented for Seattle. I mean, we saw last week Seattle struggling with a battered Rams team that is just down to second and third string at almost every position. Uh, I I think with that being said, San Francisco absolutely takes care of business at home in Super Wild Card Weekend. It keeps on rolling into the divisional round. I got them minus nine and a half. So I, I like the Bengals pick. Uh, I, you know, there's something about the playoffs. You know, when, when you play in the regular season, I know the Bengals only only uh, won and beat the Ravens by 11 points uh, last week, and they're getting Tyler Huntley back. But it, when it matters, guys turn it on a little bit more. It's a little bit faster. You hit a little bit harder. And I think the Bengals are really going to roll over the Ravens this week, and especially how the Ravens just used to just smack around the Bengals uh, before they got Joe Burrow. I think the Bengals are going to really handle them. And when it comes to the 49ers, they are a really hot team right now. 
and they have not lost since making that Christian McCaffrey trade. And I don't think they're going to lose. But I, I, I would pick Seattle to cover in this game. I really do. I think Pete Carroll is a really good coach. I think their defense is playing good enough. I think they can do enough scheme and trickery to, to put the rookie in, in bad situations. Um, and Geno Smith, he's got Tyler Lockett. He's got DK Metcalf. And the one weakness on this San Francisco defense is their secondary. I can see Seattle getting some big plays, making it close, trying to jump out on them early and kind of keep the score a little bit low. I just don't see San Francisco winning by 10-plus, so give me uh, the Seahawks. I, I would take the Seahawks in that, but it's your pick, so I can't yeah, take Yeah, I mean, you got to look at this, too. San Fran's looking to beat Seattle for a third time. It is incredibly hard to beat a team three times, especially a division rival like that. So, I mean, it very well could be a dogfight in a close game. So, uh, that is the one, that's the one game we disagree on. So, with my next pick here, Ooh, this is hard because these these we we got we got through the easy ones. The easy we, ones, yeah. That's what I said. We knocked the high, then we knocked the high ones right off. The I top. did, I did, I did a big board. I did a big board, but now uh-huh. I'm looking at my big board and I'm and I don't, I'm not confident in it. I'm not I'm not confident in it. But you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna go with the big board. I put it down for a reason. The it big was my, board. No, it was my. It was on my number three pick. You got the three pick, so I'm gonna use it for my for the fourth overall pick in this draft. I'm going with. The Chargers minus two on the road. Chargers minus two on the road. Um, I Listen, both of these offenses have an advantage against the defense. And I think, wait, I'm sorry. It's, it's not two. It's two and a half. Chargers two and a half. Minus yeah, two I was going to say, that's what I had. Yeah. Chargers minus two and a half on the road. The Chargers don't have Mike Williams. We talked about it earlier about how, you know, Staley played his players against the Broncos. He got hurt. Probably not the smart move, but hey, you know, as a head coach, you got to feel your team out. That's how you're feeling. That's how you're feeling. But the Chargers don't defend the run really well. And I think the Jaguars can establish the run in this game. But just as much as I don't think that the Chargers cannot stop the run, the J- or the Chargers uh, cannot stop the run. I don't think the Jaguars can stop the passing game of the Chargers. And I think Justin Herbert is really hungry uh, in his first playoff game. And this is, and this is also uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence's first playoff game as well. I just like the Chargers all in all. I think the one X factor is going to be, uh, you know, the Jaguars are missing their left tackle Robinson. He, he got knocked out a couple weeks ago. The Chargers have uh, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. I think they're going to get a lot of pressure on this kid on, on Trevor Lawrence. Give me the Chargers. It's going to be a close one. It's going to be a tough game, uh, but I'm taking them. For my next pick, I am going to go with Tom Brady mm. and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I knew this was coming. As home dogs. <laughs> Listen, my PD has a friend named Ricky. And then he always says something. I don't know. I actually, I shouldn't even quote him because I'm going to misquote him. But <laughs> he says, he says, his he name's says, Ricky, though. <laughs> he says, home dogs bite a little harder. It's something like that. Listen, I listen. The kid, the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. That's, Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions. You're going up against the goat and Tom Brady at home. You know, the Buccaneers, yeah, they squeaked in. They probably should have a winning record because I think they would have actually played for the game. Uh, they would have gotten it. Uh, so give me the Bucs uh, plus two and a half uh, going up against the Dallas Cowboys. 
I think that this is a bad matchup for the Cowboys and one that they don't want to see. That's uh, that matchup is just, Oh, I mean, that's a nightmare. And I'm funny about Dallas. I mean, Dallas hasn't won a playoff game on the road since their Super Bowl year in 1992. And Dallas has never beaten Tom Brady. So, I mean, it's that, that is a nightmare matchup for a Dallas team that actually looked really good. You know, Dak Prescott missed six games this season, and they end up getting rewarded by potentially getting beat by the GOAT in Super Wild Card Weekend. So, I mean, that's a nightmare for both teams. Dude, I, I didn't just, listen. I didn't even think about that. He missed that many games, yeah. and he still led the league in interceptions. Yeah. That and Prescott is a fraud. It's uh, it's a mess out there in Dallas. I mean, I fully expect if they lose this game to a not good Tampa Bay team. I mean, Tampa Bay is not good. They have the GOAT, and the GOAT has bailed them out time after time this season. But neither of these teams are really that good. Dallas is 2-0 and against Tampa Bay in the playoffs, if that means anything. But they both came in the 80s. So – that's reaching right there. I just – I think, I mean, in all honesty, if Dallas loses this game, do they get rid of Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott? Maybe in the same offseason? I would – if it were me, if it were me, I would just get rid of Dak. I think I think McCarthy uh, has done a pretty good job with this team. I think he's put together a really good coaching staff. They have a really good defense. They have good receivers. They have a good running game, a good offensive line. It's literally – Dak and his turnovers. I remember I, you know, I actually covered a Cowboys game this year when they came to Tennessee for Thursday night football and the Titans set out everybody. They set out Derrick Henry. They set out Jeffrey Simmons. They set out every single one of their star players, except for a handful, a handful. And Dak Prescott had three turnovers on his own uh, in the first half. So I just, I'm just not a believer in, in, in the Dallas Cowboys because of Dak Prescott. It's the only reason. If they had a legitimate quarterback, I, I, I would be a, a believer in them. But I'm, I'm just flat out I'm just flat out not. So that is, uh, that is my pick uh, there. All right, Casey, after my last pick there with the Buccaneers plus two and a half, that leaves one last game uh, for Super Wild Card Weekend, which in my opinion – is one of the better games of the weekend. So we got Giants heading over to Minneapolis to take on the Minnesota Vikings. The Giants uh, are three-point dogs. Casey, where are you going with this pick? Uh, talk about an unpredictable team in the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, NFL record 11 wins by eight points or fewer. I think that continues in this week, the most unpredictable game. I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say that the Giants cover plus three, but Minnesota ends up winning by three or less is what I'm going to say. Yeah, I think Minnesota has done some absolutely unpredictable things this year. You know how Kirk Cousins is in big games, very unpredictable himself. I mean, I I know the Giants are going to keep this close. I know they're going to keep it within one touchdown. Uh, The Giants have ran for at least one touchdown in a franchise record 15 straight games. So I think they keep that up. I like Danny Dimes. I think he's, he's, he's on the come up a little bit. These guys got something to play for. So I think they'll definitely cover, but I think Minnesota pulls it out as they do in these close games. Give me Minnesota – or I'm sorry, give me Giants to cover plus three, but Minnesota to win ultimately. Wow, that is a that is a crazy prediction for this to be under a three-point game uh, in the playoffs. That, I mean, that has to be a wild game for them to have to come down and win 
by less than three points. I, you know, me personally in this game, I think this is going to be one of the best games of the weekend. Uh, I think the Giants are going to win outright. So I agree with you. I think it's a good call going Giants plus three. Pretty hot team. Uh, and I like the fact that they can run the ball, keep it out of Kirk Cousins, and keep the ball away from Justin Jefferson. I think that's a really, really good move there. Giants plus three. So that leaves us with our two parlays. We're going to put $25 a piece because normally, you know, our price range is $50 for a weekend. You don't want to go overboard on betting. So we only stick it to $50. And since we only have two parlays, we're doing $25 a piece this week. So let's recap. With the number one pick, I selected the Bills, minus 13 and a half playing at home uh, against the Miami Dolphins and Skylar Thompson. With the second pick, Casey picked the Bengals at home against the Ravens, uh, playing up against Tyler Huntley and a banged-up team there. The Bengals are favored by nine points. Uh, Casey got the third pick and went with the 49ers uh, with minus nine and a half uh, playing their division rivals, trying to go the three, three-peat sweep of the Seattle Seahawks this season. They're favored by nine and a half points. I come back with my two picks going Chargers minus two and a half on the road against Jacksonville uh, and the Buccaneers at home. They're home dogs uh, plus two and a half. And then to cap us off, Casey goes with the Giants plus three, but he's saying the Minnesota Vikings will still win. So keep that money line intact there. So $25 payout for Casey's parlay. $25 payout would be $170.80. My parlay for $25 would be $177.89. So even if so even if I were to win, even if I were to win, I would still not be beating you in the final standings by a lot. So this still gives you a lot of room. Uh, in your opinion here, with, with how this is how this is going, who do you think is more likely to to win this win this week after you got the victory last week? Uh, I mean, I would say definitely you, just based off of the the higher spread games. I mean, I have the most unpredictable games, and I I, I don't know. I think I think these spreads are unpredictable, especially with New York and Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota wins a lot of close games. We don't know what Minnesota is going to show up, especially with that lack of defense they have there. Um, I really think you have a chance to uh, to win this week. Uh, as far as the higher spread games go, you know, Seattle and San Fran, uh, Baltimore and Cincinnati. So uh, I, I really do think you've got a chance this week. Uh, I think my closer games being in the, the closer spread range are going to be tougher to pick. But uh, but either way, I mean, good payouts on both $25 parlays. So we shall see. And that is Price That Parlay this week. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, Casey, your Twitter handle. At Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, Casey on the radio, at Casey on the radio there on Twitter. And what is yours, Judy? And I'm at Junie Riddle. Hit us up on Twitter. Give us some feedback. After going 11-4-1 last week, you are going to want to tune into this. You're going to want to listen to us. You're going to want to put some money down on these parlays and in Super Wild Card Weekend, a winner with some cash in your pocket. Let us know who you think won. We will be back next week with some uh, over-unders, with some, some player prop bets, with only four games going on. We're going to have to jazz this up just a little bit more, so stick with us here on Price That Parlay. Enjoy your Super Wild Card Weekend. Y'all have a good one. Super. Super.